Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity. Welcome to the Goddess Diaries with your host, Dom Champagne. Come explore what it means to be a modern woman who dares to remember her sacred self. Hello, 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 and welcome again to another episode of the Goddess Diaries Radio. My name is Dawn Champagne. I am the creatrix of this show, as well as the blog by the same name at thegoddessdiaries.org. And I am so happy you are here today because we are talking about something that I see is impacting women more and more on a regular basis. And I just want to talk about it. I want to talk about the superwoman syndrome, (laughs) also known as adrenal fatigue syndrome. (laughs) Um, But here's the deal. Here is the deal. So last year I was diagnosed with adrenal fatigue syndrome and I know that I've been talking about it a lot on my blog and on uh, the radio show here and elsewhere on social media, but um, it's something that I feel is really important that we need to address because like I said, more and more women are coming out, coming out with their own stories of how they're feeling exhausted, but yet they can't get to sleep. You know, they feel like they're taking on all this stuff. They're overwhelmed and run down or stressed out. And so I just wanted to share a few things about how we can become aware of what it is that is impacting us and how we can recover from it, find a, find a healing path through this superwoman syndrome. So. The other thing is, I know that you're probably tired of listening to me talk about this experience, but (laughs) I kind of question that, actually, because I keep getting emails from you about, you know, with questions about how did you do this or how did you do that? And I find myself writing more and more responses regarding the adrenal fatigue. And so when I get emails like that, when I'm getting them from multiple sources on a regular basis, I know that that's something that we need to talk about. So... I'm just going to put my own little uh, whatever fears aside and say, you guys want to know about this. So I'm more than willing to share. And so last week I had a friend who sent me an email over Facebook and she says this, I've been wrestling with the balance of my own needs versus the needs of others lately. I've been working through PTSD and adrenal fatigue as well. I would love to know how you got through your adrenal fatigue besides taking ashwagandha and cutting out caffeine. What else helped you? I thought that was a great question. I sent off this totally long response to her and we had a really good conversation about the different um, things that any woman can do from a holistic perspective, you know, that of body, mind, and soul uh, to address these issues. And so I just, I wanted to share some of them with you here today. So before I get into any of that, though, I think it's really important that we address what, in fact, is adrenal fatigue. 
So I call it superwoman syndrome because superwoman syndrome, I feel, is a belief that women tend to have often. <laughs> a lot of women tend to have this belief that you, and the belief is that you must be everything to everyone and that you have to do everything for everyone. <laughs> and it's really common for women who are mothers or who are uh, business women or um, I guess in really intense relationships or whatever. But really that's more, uh, you know, it could, it could also be uh, control issues that we have. And we'll talk about that in a moment too. But um, from a medical perspective, adrenal fatigue is it's actually known, it's a stress-related condition. And the adrenals are these little glands that sit on top of your kidneys. Um, they're, they're little glands that release cortisol and they help you with your energy levels, et cetera, et cetera. But what happens with adrenal fatigue is when um, they are overstressed and they begin functioning below their optimal levels. So um, the adrenals actually are really important for your overall health because they play a key role in your body's response to stress uh, by releasing hormones like cortisol, DHEA, epinephrine, um, and all of these things are used to regulate your heart rate, your immune system, um, your vitality or your energy storage. And so when the adrenal glands are stressed out, they start to weaken. And so we know that adrenal fatigue is a condition that is caused by stress. So we live in a very stressful world. This modern woman, you know, the, the modern culture that women we live in nowadays, we are being tasked to try to do it all, to be everything to everyone, to have everything, to do everything. Um, it's kind of a, a badge of honor that we wear. And whether you're a soccer mom or you're a single woman who is childless, you know, we have a lot of things that we have to consider is that are stressful relationships, you know, um, our jobs, um, family issues, unresolved childhood wounds, <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it all, it all impacts our stress levels. And so adrenal fatigue sufferers have a harder time dealing with all of those issues because the body's natural responses to stress are weakened. And so you might just start to feel not only exhausted, but also overwhelmed. You might feel um, emotional or even foggy brained or insomnia is a big, big problem with adrenal fatigue sufferers because even though you are absolutely exhausted, it's really hard for you to fall asleep at night. And so we're going to take a look at the different things that you can do to overcome these feelings and these symptoms. I know I suffered from all of those plus, you know, all of the above plus some other random ones to add on top, like weird cravings um, and just strange energy levels throughout the day where I'd be on this roller coaster 
where I'd, I'd feel surges of energy and then this crash. <laughs> and it just, it was not fun, not fun at all. So I do want to talk about that and how we can address these issues and these symptoms and steps that we can take to help navigate through it. And there is a path to recovery. I personally feel like I'm on the other side of the hump now. Um, while I don't feel 100% back in the game, I do feel probably 85 to 90% back in the game. And so it's really important to when you are feeling this way, it's really important to just slow down and pay attention to what your body wisdom is trying to tell you. So you might recognize some of these symptoms in your own experience. Um, you know, you, you might be feeling these ways too. And if you are, I recommend that you, sorry, my headphone is sliding off my head here. I recommend that you do a couple of things. Um, first of all, I do want to throw out a disclaimer here. I am no medical expert. I'm not a doctor. I don't play one on TV. <laughs> I'm just a woman who has experienced some shit and I have some information to share <laughs> from my own personal ex uh, perspective, my own personal experience, what I've tried, what I've experimented with, what worked for me, et cetera, et cetera. This may not work for you but I do strive to give you as accurate information as I can based on the information that is available out there right now. And there is loads of information available out there on the internet. And all you have to do is just search adrenal fatigue and probably 50,000 websites are gonna come up for you. But um, there's a few things that I've discovered along the way that aren't really talked about out there. So let's talk about those things. So in my experience, uh, when I first started to really feel like something might might be there, like I had a problem, I had a serious issue. Um, it was about this time last year. And I felt, my body felt like it was in a ringer, in a vice grip and that had been smashed up against the wall. I mean, so I had the physical symptoms of, of pain, but also uh, restriction and body cramping. And I was tired all the time, et cetera, et cetera. But um, I still tried to push through because I had that belief that I had to be everything. I had to do everything that I had to do to run my household. I have to be there for my children. I have to be the perfect um, employee. I have to be the perfect partner for my mate, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, when I discovered, or when I finally realized that these things were uh, an issue with my physical body, I had to literally slow down and just kind of listen to my body wisdom. What was it trying to tell me? My first step that I took, I went to my traditional medical doctor and my doctor wanted to test me for hormonal imbalance, which I was tested and I my hormones were out of whack. And there was a whole litany of tests that I went through. Um, but my doctor wanted to prescribe hormone replacement therapy for me. And I felt like, in for my personal reasons, that was not going to work 
have a, a family medical history of hormonal issues, and I just did not feel like that was the right path for me. So I started looking into alternatives, and I feel like I found more information in the alternative route than what my doctor was able to give me at the time. And I've since discovered that that's not uncommon for a lot of women out there. So if you are dealing with these symptoms and you don't feel like you're getting the answers you need from your traditional doctor, take your power back, take your power back. And the first thing that I would recommend that you do is that you surround yourself with a professional health team that is focused on your holistic goals. I'm of course assuming that you are holistic minded, that you believe that uh, recovery will come through body, mind and soul healing, not just one compartmentalized area that we address, you know, because in my opinion, I believe that it's all related. We're all, it's all interconnected. How I, the thoughts that I have um, impact the way that I care about my body impacts the meaning I find in life, <laughs> you know? So it's, it's this interconnected web of body, mind, soul healing. So the first thing you should do, and I'm saying you should, but I mean, I recommend that the first thing that you do is you surround yourself with a health team that has your holistic goals in mind. If that includes your traditional doctor, great. I'm not saying ditch your doctor. What I am saying is that to have a real honest conversation with your doctor and let them, him or her know that you wish to get another opinion and uh, then go out and seek a natural path or an integrative specialist who can do a, a more thorough hormonal panel and adrenal tests for you. In my case, I stuck with my well, I, I stuck with my traditional doctor to a point, and then I I sought out a naturopath, and I also included an acupressurist and a Chinese herbalist. Um, as part of my healthcare team. And I'm super glad I did. Um, I made appointments with each one, you know, regularly throughout this whole time. And the advice that each one gave to me, of course, was a little bit different, but they all knew that, that I was working with these three entities and I was able to bring the information um, to each one and say this, this, and this, and then I'd get the opinion of one and we'd talk about it. Uh, as it, you know, and about the other's opinions. And anyway, just, just coming up with this whole plan for holistic goals. So um, that was the first step. And then something that actually surprised me that my traditional doctor suggested was um, to stop exercising. And I thought that was interesting. It felt counterintuitive, but I'll tell you why it's important. After you've surrounded yourself with a good health team, your next step is to eliminate stress in all forms and always reduce stress as much as you possibly can. And that includes exercise. When you are trying to get to the gym, and if you don't get to the gym, there's all the guilt and shame that causes additional stress. <laughs> but trying to get to the gym can be stressful. Actually being in the gym can be stressful when you're working out. It's, it, it stresses your body. So uh, exercise 
is a form of stress on the body. And it, it can be good in optimal cases, but when you're dealing with adrenal fatigue or superwoman syndrome, it's not, it's not a good thing. So eliminate stress, including exercise. Um, find ways to deal with the stress of work and home in a way that, uh, I guess, I, I don't know, you know, it just reduce that stress is what I'm trying to say. Plan ahead. Um, make sure that, that you have plenty of time to do what it is that you need to do. The word no becomes your friend and ally in this case. <laughs> when people ask you, can you help me out with this? Or can you attend this party? Do you want to come to this event? Can you make extra cupcakes for the school bakery or the school bake-off sale? It's okay to say no. It is okay to say no to those things. People are not going to hate you. They are not going to think less of you if you cannot produce what they want in these cases. Just be honest and say, I, I just can't do it. I'm eliminating stress from my life and I need to eliminate overwhelm as part of that. And, or you don't even need to explain anything to anybody. Just saying no is a really good way to eliminate stress um, first and foremost. So. Okay, so you've got your health team, you're eliminating stress. The next tip that I have is to do a diet audit. A lot of times when we're feeling tired and run down, it can be traced directly back to the food that we eat. And not only that, but scientists are discovering more and more that the bacteria that exists in our gut has a lot to do with the the thoughts that we have. So yes, there are these little living creatures in your belly that are causing you to make decisions that, um, you know, causing you to make decisions on a daily basis that you probably don't even, you're not even aware of. <laughs> so eliminating processed foods, eliminating caffeine, alcohol, sugar, these are really important. Do the diet audit, mix the processed foods, the caffeine, the alcohol, and the sugar. I know this can be really hard. Sugar is really hard because it's in almost everything, especially processed foods. But if you can do that, if you can get those out of your diet and increase the amount of whole foods in your diet, that's going to do huge wonders for you. And I'm going to say that if it's stressful to think about cooking or including whole foods or going all organic, it's, it's not about that. Think of it more as I'm doing this wonderful thing for my body. This is a part of my health care that I get to give to myself. Also, with your diet, um, as I was talking about the gut bacteria, Getting a good probiotic in your system, uh, gosh, that can just that can do amazing things for you. Um, probiotics, you can you can either buy probiotics at the health food store, the Whole Foods or whatever, or you can like drink uh, kombucha or make your own kombucha, whatever, whatever works for you. Um, okay, so you've got your health team, you've eliminated the stress, you've done a diet audit. 
my next tip is to practice good sleep hygiene. And this one for adrenal fatigue sufferers can be really hard because it seems like you can never get to sleep when you have adrenal fatigue. Um, I know that's been true for me, but sleep was one of the most important things after eliminating stress that my doctor pushed on me to get as much sleep as I possibly could. And I did. And I was fortunate enough to be in a situation where I could do that. My partner is amazing. And when I was first uh, diagnosed and going through all these things, it was last fall, kind of fall into winter, fall slash winter. And the days were really dark. Well, you know, the, in the Northern Hemisphere where I live in Idaho, um, the sun comes up later and it sets earlier. And so I'd wake up in the dark and when I'd get home from work, it would be dark. And so it just kind of messed with my circadian rhythms first and foremost. But we also live in a technological world. We're constantly connected to computers or devices. You know, we have phones, mobile phones, uh, iPads, computers, whatever. And we're on them well into the evening hours. So when we are looking at screens all the time, it messes with our pituitary gland. It messes with the um, melatonin, the natural release of melatonin, which makes us feel a little tired and want to go to sleep. So practicing good sleep hygiene means uh, turning off your electronics at a decent hour of the night and just trying as closely as possible as you possibly can to follow the natural light cycles around you. I know for me it was really hard because it was um, fall and winter and the days were really dark. If it's happening for you in the summertime, spring or fall, I guess it's it's a little easier to follow the natural rhythms of the sunlight or the natural daylight you know, wake up at sunrise and go to bed at sunset. But gosh, in those winter months, it's hard, but it's necessary. So practicing good sleep hygiene means to, um, you know, get to bed at a decent hour. And even before that, turning off your electronics so that you're, and turning down the lights in your home so that the release of melatonin can happen naturally and it and it eases you into that desire to want to go to sleep. Um, a tip that I have for good sleep hygiene is to always have, you know, clean sheets on the bed. I'm not saying change your sheets every single day, but just comfortable, cozy sheets that make you want to crawl into bed. Something that feels luxurious or rewarding, like you want to be there. Um, and then when you get up in the morning, instead of hitting the snooze button all the time, push yourself to get up. Push yourself to get up at that first sound of the alarm clock. It's going to feel awkward. It's going to feel like, oh, I don't want to do this. But I promise you, if you can do that, you will be much better off. And it will help you reset those circadian rhythms. Um, 
so yeah, so there's all of that. The good sleep habits are really important. And then a couple of other tips that I have when it comes to dealing with adrenal fatigue. Now you've got your health team with your holistic goals in mind. You've eliminated stress. You've done a diet audit. You're practicing good sleep hygiene. Supplements. Supplements are going to be key in your recovery from adrenal fatigue. And I first started using, well, there, I have a whole list of supplements that I use <laughs> that I'll post on the blog. But um, I did use ashwagandha. Ashwagandha is an adaptogen. And that's like a little magical herb that, uh, how do I describe an adaptogen? It just, it knows what's wrong and it, and it addresses the issues in your body. Kind of, I, I guess, like magic. <laughs> Um, so if you have, for instance, if your adrenals are producing not enough cortisol, the uh, ashwagandha will help them come in and uh, will come in and help them create more cortisol. If it's producing too much cortisol, that ashwagandha will um, mellow it out and say, yo, slow down there. Stop making so much cortisol. <laughs> and so there's that. But um yeah, I have a whole list of supplements that I can't even get into right now. But uh, ashwagandha is one. I did um, ashwagandha and DIM and uh, Progest cream, which is a bioidentical hormone cream that you rub on your skin uh, to balance out your estrogen and pro progesterone levels. Um, I take a supplement of daily collagen. I take... Um, ashwagandha maca i've done shizandra berries uh steel cut oats I, I eat the shizandra berries in my steel cut oatmeal in the morning oatmeal is really good for soothing your nervous system and shizandra berries are also an adaptogen so kind of the same thing as the ashwagandha maca is really good for improving your energy levels um and just just restoring your metabolism and your energy levels. So I'll list all of those on the blog and with links out to where you can go get them. Um, but I can't recommend that enough. So anyway, um, I'm kind of, I'm got about three minutes left on the show here. So I'm just going to talk about this a little bit in regards to the body, mind, soul healing tips. Um, again, I can't say it enough that when you have an issue like this come up, when you are dealing with adrenal fatigue or any kind of superwoman syndrome or any kind of illness, any kind of autoimmune disorder, whatever it is, I, I can't say it enough that it's the body, mind, soul approach to healing is really your only sound course of action because like I mentioned before the way that you think impacts the choices you make when it comes to your self-care routine and your self-care if you have a, a poor self-care routine you're not going to find very much meaning in life so again it's all interconnected it's it's a big web of interconnected body mind spirit philosophy and so if you can change your thoughts or or become aware of the thoughts that you're thinking and ensure that your thoughts are positive and focused on your healing journey 
um, those are going to help you make better choices when it comes to the body, when it comes to radical self-care. It's going to remind you, oh, I don't like to feel like shit. <laughs> I, I think I'll choose to do, uh, I'll, I think I'll choose to eat better, or I think I'll choose to call it a night earlier and get some sound sleep. It just helps you make better choices when it comes to self-care. And when you're feeling, when your body feels good, your, your express and find gratitude and meaning and feel like you are part of something that is bigger out there. And I guess just finding that meaning is where it's all at. So if you're suffering from adrenal fatigue, my heart, my heart is with you and I'm sending you big, huge energetic hugs right now. And I want you to know that there is help out there for you. And so again, I hope this episode has helped you to find some answers or at least put you on a path or a direction to finding some answers. And I'll just say that if you have any other questions or whatever, check out the blog, thegoddessdiaries.org, where I'll post this, this episode along with a list of all the healing tips that I have for you. And if you like this episode, please leave your review on iTunes. I would love to have that. And then, um, Finally, go ahead and pick up your free gifts when you're on the blog, the three R's of finding your inner goddess. Time. I love you guys to the moon and back. Thank you for tuning in. I will see you over on the blog. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Bye.